Starting today, parents across Ontario could apply for Ontario's catch-up payments. To put it simply, that means parents with school-aged children up to 18 can receive $200 for every child, and while parents with school-aged children with special education needs up to 21 years old will be able to receive $250. My question based on that comment is, is that enough? Has the government done enough with a couple hundred bucks for children under 18, uh, especially when you talk about children uh, that have autism? And there's a number of challenges out there right now. I understand that the Ford government wants to do something and do something timely, considering uh, the, the, the heat, I guess it would say, for lack of a better phrase, that they're feeling right now on this topic. I want to bring on Bruce McIntosh, founding president and current director for the Ontario Autism Coalition. Bruce, good evening. How are you? Hi, Rob. I'm great. How are you? I, I'm okay, but I'm a little concerned because I can understand, you know, when a family gets a check and it's for a couple hundred bucks, it helps in the here and the now. But, I mean, we're talking about school-age kids, and that that bill doesn't stop. I I'm not sure I'm comfortable with this. I don't think it's enough. Well, uh, oh my golly, um, Rob, it's people. Some people describe it as a slap in the face. I got to say, it's it's a it, it's a kick in the head because what what the what the government has done to children with autism with with their failures, repeated failures, on implementing a needs-based autism program is, is absolutely horrendous. They have not met a single deadline, and they've allowed the wait list for needs-based core services to more than double since they came to power. So now, when they say, well, we'll give you 250 bucks to help your child catch up when they're getting to school. They've needed to catch up. They needed to get the services that they need for four years. And $250, when some of our children are, are needing tens of thousands in therapy support, it's, it's just, it's, it's beyond offensive. So, Bruce, let me put it to you this way. I understand that that number is way too low, but you bring up some pretty staggering numbers. Is there a happy medium? Is there something here that at least people can look and say, I feel like the government's on my side? Because I, I, I understand that 250 is far too little. But when we're talking about four years of catching up, I just don't think that's realistic. So what is the, the common ground answer for this? Well, <laughs> perhaps... Perhaps Mr. Lecce would consider doing something with this amount of money in the category of what's actually needed rather than just throwing a few hundred, a couple of hundred bucks at, at parents to try to make them feel good. You know, if, if I see in our Facebook group, if I see a, another parent complaining that their child can't have a good day at school because they're unable to get an education assistant. It will make me scream. So the 300 and I think it's 365 million that this, that this catch up program is supposed to provide. If instead of 
parceling that out a couple of hundred dollars at a time, they actually spend it where it's needed. That could put a designated ECE, an early childhood educator, in every kindergarten class across the province. And they could hire a few more education assistants in addition to that. But instead, instead of actually settling what's a legitimate labor dispute, they they want to do this. It's absurd. It's not it's not meeting the need and it's not using the money in the most effective way, which is typical, frankly, of the Ford government. I think I might know the answer to this, but I just want to hear it. Do you feel that right now parents feel heard or do you feel like it is basically just a wall and they're screaming into it? Oh, Rob, we've been... We've been talking to these people for four years, and we don't feel as though they are listening. Listen, you got to remember, I, I come from a, a somewhat unique position in this matter. I used to work for these people. When they made the changes that they did to the autism program in 2019, I, I, I couldn't do that anymore. I quit. I mean... They didn't listen then. They haven't been listening since. And it's our kids that are suffering. That that wait list jumped from 23,000 to right now 56,000 to get the core services that will prepare our kids to go to school. And they're not getting it. So they're arriving of- in school without the support that they need. And here's a couple of hundred bucks to you know, make you feel better. Yeah. Sorry, I wasn't trying to cut you off there. I think one of the things that, you know, governments try to just paint with one color and with one brush. And unfortunately, and and I have autism in my family, so I know about this all too well. Every child is different. And the severity of, you know, one child to the next, it all depends. Some of them have cognitive challenges in in certain facets and not others. And, and, And the problem here that I face in addition to just whether they're going to get $250, quote-unquote, because we know timelines are rarely met, it's just the fact that right now I feel like everybody's just herded into, into one barn. And that's one of the frustrations that I think my family feels is the fact that in addition to maybe not being heard, and again, I'm not trying to put myself on one side of the fence here, but I feel that, you know, there's just so many things here that need to be addressed. And realistically, timelines aside, I don't feel like there's a plan. Well, there's, there's not a plan. I mean, that's, and that's the worst of it. And, and here's another aspect of this that really, really aggravates me. The, the government has used the pandemic as an excuse yeah. for, for years now that, you know, oh, well, you know, we, we can't do in-person services or we, we listen, the pandemic period would have been a time for policy development, for program design. These things can happen in Zoom meetings. These things can happen in telephone conference calls. But instead, it didn't happen. And so even though, for all intents and purposes right now, I think we'd all agree the pandemic is pretty much over. There's some worry about this winter, but for the most part, 
it's done. And there's no program. There's no program. And they've in the in the last year, they've only admitted eight hundred out of those fifty six thousand kids. Like it, it's it's an absolute failure. The government and the bureaucrats, the politicians and the bureaucrats together have demonstrated incompetence. And now they're doing it again in the school system. Without actually dealing with the problem, without expending the mental energy to actually work it through and find a solution, they're handing out some checks. Bruce, some powerful stuff from you tonight. I do appreciate your time. We'll have to reconnect again because I think you bring a lot to the table, and I wish I didn't have to look at the clock, but thank you for uh, shining some light on this topic tonight. Well, thanks for the opportunity, Rob, and anytime you need me, I'm at your disposal. Love it. There he is, Bruce McIntosh, founding president and current director for the Ontario Autism Coalition. I'm Rob Fay, and this is On Point.